0: Here's the snapback. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is. Austin scores a 49-yard field goal, and Indiana leads 27 to 24. Austin Enderout wants to throw. Page looking to the cornerback, and it's a touchdown. Page finds Leno. Penix rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the
1: field, oh, caught. touchdown, Fry Fogle, again. Dang it. Welcome to the LEO Podcast. I'm your host, Mike, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter, at Braggly, that's B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. Here, as always, with my co-host, Brandon. You can find him on Twitter, that's at Brandon Dubich. Brandon, spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H.
0: What's up, Brando? Do you think Tom Allen actually swore, swore like at Nick Sheridan? Like, do you I think there were cuss words
1: and start of darn, instead of darn it? He probably said, dang it. Right I don't know.
0: it was the most interesting, interesting thing to happen in last night's game.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, speaking of interesting as always in the background, we have producer Seth. Now you can block him on Twitter. That's at setah five S E T H five. We don't need any opening statements from him. Let's just get right into it. And let's get it this over with um, another disappointing game. Uh, another disappointing loss. I don't even know if we can be disappointed anymore, but we'll talk a little bit on, on that as we go. Indiana goes to Ann Arbor and loses 29 to seven. Um, Honestly, it did. It felt okay eight minutes into the second quarter, and then we just stopped playing football offensively, which was very disappointing. So um, we'll do our normal thing here. So uh let's do it real quick. Um, no, nothing from the presser. Did you listen to anything? Read No, anything? no. no I'm gonna avoid that at all costs. Um, I'm going to assume it's he's gonna be extremely disappointed in everything. The offensive line was was in pass protection was awful um the offensive play calling was awful whatever we'll get into it so what went right let's do that right now um i'll let you start brandon
0: the third down defense was really really good especially after uh, what it was it looked horrible in the maryland game we couldn't get off the field um third down defense did pretty well um 25 that's pretty good that's put yourself in a, to win in a lot of games with that performance. So that was, that was one notable course correction. And I thought the secondary was better. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. So again, I mean, things that, you know, cause we have to look at that now, you know, the big picture is, you know, we're, we're, we're not going, we're not going to have a postseason. So you want to look at things that get better week to week. And, you know, i thought like, like I said, the third down defense, but the secondary, we didn't beat ourselves with penalties. And, and the special teams did their job. Um, all variable things that, um, you know, during the course of the season were issues. And, you know, for the most part, we cleaned up all of those things yesterday.
1: Yeah. Came out, um, the turnover ratio, I guess, was, you know, zero. We did get another interception. So, t- and, and Tiana is still not back. But I claimed it for a little bit. Um,
0: so, I mean... Producer Seth put the jinx on it before the season he did. started. He did. I At mean, the Cincinnati game, I think. There was a hex. Yeah. it was definitely a hex. His fault. A um, West Lafayette
1: yes. type hex. So I'll say, I'll honestly say, and people are going to raggle over this. I'll say the defense played well enough to win a game if we had a competent offense. Right? I mean,
0: it was it was literally the Penn State game all over again. I mean, yeah. you know, 24-0, 29-7 kind of the same freaking thing
1: 22 points yeah 22 points off of legitimate drives seven points coming off of a very short field i think they got the ball after after that picket like inside the 30 yard line maybe so i don't count that so again 22 yards or 22 points yeah they gave up a bunch on the on the ground which was the first time and i think all year they've given up that many yards on the ground uh but through the air nothing 223 is is great um, to do that. But again, there's a, and you know what, this is the first time I've really heard anybody talk about this. As far as national TV goes, it was nice to have as much of a, I'm not really a big Brock Heward fan, but he was all over like the actual analysis of our football team. He understood that the two top corners were out the two, actually the three top quarterbacks were out. The running backs are gone. Like, everybody's gone. And so the offensive line is in shambles. And so it was nice to have some sort of recognition to be like, oh, yeah, this team's not that bad. This is why they look this bad right now. Not Situationally
0: saying yeah. challenged.
1: So, I mean, we, everybody knows we're not going to continue to beat the dead horse, I think. Um, I'll just say it. I said it in the pregame thing with our little pregame meeting. But yesterday, yesterday felt like a coach that had given up like not a coach not a head coach an offensive coach at least that had given up and not this is it i mean that's you know just- when, you know in
0: a video game yeah. where, where you you know whether it's it's madden or, or ncaa football and you, you've clearly lost and you just you just kind of quit yeah and that's what it seemed like we just like ran the same play every time like just just wanting to get out of there as quick as possible yeah um Anything else go right for you? I, like I said, I do think there was quite a bit that that went right. Um, there, there were definitely positives to take out of um, out of last night. But yeah, I think I covered. I have I covered everything on my outline. I do
1: think that Donovan McCauley is is a stud. I guess we could say that was one of the things that went right. I mean, that
0: kid is he didn't get shook. You know, I mean, he, he continued got to take blasted, yeah, hit after hit after hit, and he just stood in there. Right, I mean. Yeah. It, it takes some moxie, takes some guts, especially going into that environment. Um, You know, he didn't have a good game, but not a lot of it was self-inflicted. Does that make sense?
1: No, it makes it makes a lot of sense. I mean, he threw one interception. No, 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 lost one fumble. He fumbled twice, but the poor kid, man.
0: He had people draped on yeah, all him. I mean, he might time. have been wearing a Michigan cape. That was one of the things Huard
1: was talking about uh, was like, he, what did he say? One, two, one, get rid of the football or run. Something like yeah. that is what he kept saying over and over and over again. And if you literally have to tell yourself, like, I have at most three seconds to make a decision, then you have no time, especially as a, yeah. a true freshman quarterback in the big 10 against one With of the wide top receivers
0: the that are getting no separation. No, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that again, but that's yeah.
1: uh... just, that's not good. Um, Okay. Next on the list would be what went wrong. So let's not spend a ton of time here. Let's maybe do like one or two things a piece. Um, I'll let you start.
0: And you could say this for the whole year. Got no guys that are explosive, Mm-mm. right? I mean, just know just ever since DJ Matthews went out, there's just nobody. As much as I like Carr and, and I, hope he's, I hope he's okay, he's not going to break a big one right he looked like,
1: okay he looked good in the three carries that he had but you're right but there's not, no explosive yeah there's no like, explosive there's no scary like hit the hole and gone threat
0: yeah at, at all three levels right mm-hmm. um that's just well can
1: you count can you count Hindershot as being an explosive player can no you count him i'm not saying like he's going to catch the ball and take off but he is he is probably our he's our best player on offense and he didn't even win big. He did. He's not the one that won one Big Ten Receiver of the Year last year, which is sad. I don't know what's happened to Ty. It's got to be play calling, guys. It's it has to be. It doesn't make any sense. Um, as far as what went wrong, I don't know. I've said enough. I think the offensive line was poor. The rotations on the offensive line were embarrassing. I think to see that again, I mean, it's like I talked about it in our in our group text. Um, we're sitting here seeing things like. You have Tim Weaver in, is that his name? That's correct, right? Tim Weaver started at left guard. First time we've seen him, I think all year, at least starting. And then he's not even responsible for what happened with Hayden, 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 uh, Aiden Hutchinson off the end. And then all of a sudden the very next series is out and everything yep. switched back up again. So what, what is that? What are we doing? Just stay with a consistent offensive line. You cannot build continuity. You can't do any of that stuff. When you think about the NFL and you think about like, like, I don't know, let's just take the Colts just because I know more about them than anybody else. But if you take the Colts, for example, at the beginning of the year, that offensive line was trash because you have, you're missing, you're starting left, left guard. You're missing, you're starting right tackle all of these people, are out and there's got all these different pieces in and then all the, the all of a sudden the real people come back in the people that have been playing together for three years and it's it's good again it, it just doesn't make any sense i'm not even a coach guys i don't know if you knew that or not i'm an athlete not a coach and I'm like ah, it's just frustrating man that's that's what went wrong with me it's just another frustrating thing to sit there and watch like we were not not in this game in the it second was 10 to seven. Yeah. You give up, even if they score, I think they scored a touchdown right after that drive 17, seven half. I mean, that's not, that's not incredible, but it's not bad. Um, Yeah. It would have been 17, seven. We had two more drop. Well, a drive and just a time waster at the end there, but it's just, it's sad that the, the play calling in the offensive line are the same things over and over and over again. And to see people, what I'm going to say, I've never said this all year, just quit. So anything else you have on uh, what went wrong there? So
0: it's talking about the quit point, why did we punt the ball on fourth down? Yeah. I've never seen that. I, you That's know he's got literally a defeatist. Yeah,
1: well, he's got a lot of trust in that defense. I know that for a fact. And, and they had honestly, they've been playing well. I mean, other than. I think the third quarter is where they really started to expose some things. Um, just kind of going back here through the drive chart.
0: I don't care how much confidence in your defense. You're down three scores. Why Why are yeah. you punting?
1: Yeah. you've got punt, punt, field goal, punt, field goal, punt, touchdown. I mean, it's just – what are you going to do, Brandon? Let's read this to you. Three plays, four yards. Three plays, eight yards. Three plays, seven yards. Three plays, six yards. Nine plays, downs three plays minus one yard those are the drives in the second second half there's one first down in the second half that's that might be why you're punting football because (laughs) i think i said it i think i said it in the group text i think the defense has a better chance of scoring than the offense does oh so we got a water boy situation going on yeah yeah there you go exactly micah in it running back what's that put micah in at running back well, so at least he'd play with heart or something he'd, he'd make up for all the other mistakes that are going on and well, i'm not ripping on the players we've made that very clear we don't rip on individual players yeah it, in my opinion it's not their fault God, i hate espn it just keeps playing ads in the background um okay is that it on what went wrong or do you have more to add there
0: uh yeah. kind of Similar to the Ohio State game, I mean, Haskins had his way. I mean, it, it seems like we weren't playing with a defensive line when Kramer wasn't in there. Yeah. Um, crazy that Carpenter started for that offensive line because that offensive line looked amazing, um, and Carpenter has looked less than stellar. Yeah. And the sad thing is he's probably one of our three top offensive linemen, and he, mm-hmm. he isn't isn't good. Um, but that, that offensive line moved people, um, you know, as I, I I mean, felt so bad for the linebackers and safeties. Cause they were just like the linemen were getting to the second level and they were just eating linemen after linemen after linemen. Uh, it was painful. Yeah. Nobody, nobody on the defensive front
1: out, maybe outside of like Kramer looked pretty good. Ryder Anderson looked pretty good in passing situations. Um, but other than that, there wasn't a whole lot to be.
0: What what happened to Michael Ziemba?
1: He played. He was playing towards the end of the game. And that was one of the things I was going to talk about was it was that drive when they were up 23 to seven and they hit the big long pass. He was in on that play. That's when I noticed him. I noticed him on special teams um, all year really, but definitely in this game. And then noticed him on in, on that one play. And I'm like, why at this point, (laughs) I guess handy goes down. I guess he has to play. Um, oh, that's another injury. So handy was, I think he was rolled up on on his ankle on a really good play Micah made. And, uh, he was out. So I, I don't know what went wrong injuries. I mean, let's think about it. You had, I can't believe Donovan McCauley didn't get hurt that's the first one knock on wood somewhere yeah. um it's just it was nuts nuts still no no mullen, no Taylor and then you get handy gets hurt um Stephen Carr gets hurt out for the game it's just uh it's just been one of those one of those years so it should be I mean honestly like if you just sit here and think about this team the talent's there it's not anybody different from what last year was. It's just crazy? half of them are injured. Go ahead.
0: No, just, isn't that crazy that I mean, Oh, th- Seth's th- trying it's to om-
1: hop in here. Oh, I was just going to say again, continued struggles against tight ends and coverage. God. We talked about a different tight end that didn't even play. Like it's just, oh, man, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Micah, I, you can talk about Micah's past coverage and whatever. I mean, he was, he wasn't close, but he was a lot closer than where we've normally been against tight ends. Um, on that second touchdown to whatever his name was, Scoopin Scoopin Hagger, or whatever. What was his name? Uh schoonmaker. 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 Luke Schoonmaker. That sounds like a Wisconsin tight end. I don't know why he's in Michigan. So anything else? What went wrong before we get to stocks? That's all I got. Okay. Let's do stocks. Um I don't even want to do stocks down. Do you want to do stocks down?
0: Uh, so I have uh Marshall Hewitt Swinton. Um, I mean, if these guys can't create separation, if they, if they can't find a way to make a play, then I want to see the young guys. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, these guys have all the opportunity in the world and they can't get open. They can't make a big play. Can't come up with a big catch. Um, I'm, I'm all on board for a offensive talent infusion. Um, And I don't think it includes those guys. Um, They, they obviously still have three games to prove me wrong. And I hope they do because I think they have all the talent in the world. Um, Just the execution and production just isn't there.
1: Yeah. It it is weird, isn't it? I just, I, I don't, I don't understand it. I mean, you've got Miles Marshall with one catch, Jacoby Hewitt, one catch. Swinton no catches. Malachi Holt Bennett made a, a great play on like a comeback uh, scramble by McCully. he went out to his left, so had to throw across his body. Got in front of the corner, almost made a diving catch up against the sideline. That was his only target, as far as I remember. It and no targets or well, no catches at least to Swinton. I don't remember a target to him. Maybe one across the middle, but that's it. It he couldn't target anybody because it was either a a run option, a read option, a quarterback option, <laughs> or uh, a quarterback draw 90% of the time. And then any other time he did have time or did get a pass call, he had no time to throw the football. Right. So I i don't know. I mean, everybody knows where the problems are. It'll be fixed in the offseason, I'm assuming. Um, and so, yeah, that is what it is. I don't. I'm not going to do stocks down. I I don't want to pile on too much. Uh. Maybe I. I mean. Yeah. No. I'm good. I'm not going to do anything else on stocks down. I'm depressed enough. We'll that's, do that's, some stocks. That's,
0: that's what I had. I, I mean, again, I'm just I'm really hitting on the explosiveness. Uh, you know, whether that's in the backfield, um, or the or the outside.
1: Yeah. Uh, we can do stocks up um, on offense. So It'll be kind of hard to find anybody. Um, I'll let you start.
0: Yeah. So I'm. Uh, so I I had stock downs. Uh, I don't have stock ups for offense. Okay. I, I do have
1: stock up. I do think that the the walk on running backs are are okay. I don't think that they that they are what I would consider walk on running backs. I thought Chris. Ch- they kept calling him Childers on the the thing, so we will call him Childers. Chris Childers is some scrub. I think he's okay. I think he's a good enough third, like third running back on a team. Um, Dep, if you want to see any anybody that's got any sort of explosiveness, he's the only one. Um, So they again didn't get a lot of run because for some reason we stopped running the football and stopped throwing the football. (laughs)
0: All we did was run quarterback draws the entire game. So, um, which is smart when you know our our only other, our backup quarterback is a walk-on
1: with our, with our one scholarship quarterback on the team. Let's
0: let's put him in the most risk adverse situations possible. Like let's, let's run him into the ground. Um, and cause we got Grimmel, um, ready to go. Baffling man. Baffling.
1: Yeah. Yep. Um,
0: Okay, let's try it. I'd rather instead of seeing that, I'd rather just see three deep balls every time. Me too. Because McCauley has a great deep ball, and you know, did he throw more than two? Maybe no. Uh
1: Oh, there was a deep one to Freifogel along the left side. Yeah, they got broken up. Mm -hmm. I can't even think of number two. I can't either. Maybe the Marshall.
0: This offense isn't going to string together an 8, 10, 12 yard or play drives, so you might as, might as well try to get chunk plays. Yeah. Instead, we're running plays that have at best 5 to 10 yard ceiling. Yeah. Like at best.
1: Ironically, our first our first drive 11 plays, 36 yards, which is crazy. And then uh, the touchdown drive 10 plays Seventy-five yards, but other than that, the most plays on a drive was five. The rest of the game, oh, I'm sorry, except for the one drive uh, where we turned it over on downs, where we got we ran nine plays for twenty-nine yards. So, so it's like, uh, I don't know, man. I think the inevitables here. We just need to get to the end of the season. I also think that it's it's kind of hard to get hyped up for these next three games, other than maybe the Purdue game. Um, but they're all a lot more winnable than definitely the last five that we've come across. So I guess if there's anything to get hyped up about, it's that. So um, on defense stock up for you.
0: Uh, monster.
1: Yeah. You had a good game had A really good game. Um, I'll go with, uh, I'll go with your boy. I'll go with B fits thought he, he needed thought he a bounce back. Really well. Yeah, he had yeah. a really good bounce back game.
0: His stock was low, and, and he put a
1: little infusion into it. Yeah, seven tackles, one sack, one TFL. Uh, nothing his fault deep in the pass game at all. Um no. Didn't play the safety w- position well. Definitely broke up a few passes as far as I remember. At least was uh, there in coverage tight. Um, he was pretty good. Again, we'll do our, our typical Micah thing, and this was shocking. I don't know if you've looked at those stats.
0: Yeah, barely
1: on the stack sheet. One actually, tackle one solo tackle. Four that's assists. why you
0: can't look at a stat sheet because yeah, he was all he was over crazy. The place. Crazy.
1: One sack, one TFL, man, one man. quarterback hurry. Yeah, he was great. Again, Ryder Anderson, really good too. Played, he missed a quarter, I think, when he got hurt. But um, and then our boy Noah Pierre was good. He had a couple, he had two. One pass interference call, I want to say, and then one, uh, one on sportsman like, which I thought
0: was fairly questionable. How many interceptions? And again, that's just like the b- closeness of margin of error, I guess. Like, feel, feel like big play J, it just can't catch an interception. He dropped two, I want to say. He, de- he definitely dropped one.
1: Almost made the play on another one. So, all counted as two drops there. I, It's just off, man. He had three passes defended on the day. Again, he got cooked on one. Well, that was the one where we, we talked about. You can see him. It was the longest pass play of the game. You can see him looking to where uh, I think that was the one mistake Matthews made, too, where Monster was supposed to be. So, I it, again, miscommunication new defense. I don't know what the deal is. So, um, cool. That's it for me or you're good on that on socks. Okay. Well, let's get to our promo. Super quick word from our sponsor. Monon track club. MTC is Indiana's running brand built on a deep love for the sport in the Hoosier state. They craft products, tell stories and create experiences that aim to celebrate support and add Indiana's running culture. Check out the link in the show notes for more details on their sick club runs. Well, their, their club runs are sick too, but Shop their gear from shirts to hoodies to koozies as a thank you to our listeners. They are offering 10% off your order. Use promo code LEO10 at checkout and hit MTC owner and IU alum Garrett, where it really matters. His wallet. Now let's get back to the show. Uh, we'll revisit predictions real quick. Uh, I don't have them.
0: i predicted a win. I'm so stupid. <laughs> I'm so stupid. <laughs>
1: It was it was tempting. I'll, I'll I'll give it to you. I mean, after the offensive performance against what is a terrible defense, I guess, in Maryland, um, it was tempting to definitely pick some points here. Uh, I guess you kind of get the win because you did originally before the season starts count this as an L. Uh, predictions are Seth just being a jackass picked Michigan thirty-seven IU zero. Brandon with a W IU twenty-four. Michigan twenty three and I went with IU nineteen Michigan thirty seven, uh. So I win. So that's cool. I I lost. Yeah, you lost. You lost pretty bad. Um. Okay. Let's see here. Where do we go to next? Let's go to into everybody's favorite part of the podcast. That is randos, randos. Brandon, what you got, bud?
0: So we had I asked a very similar rando after the Penn State and the. Penn State post game, but I'm ready to be definitive. Are you guys with me that this is the worst offensive IU team you've ever seen?
1: It can't be worse than Edward Wright Baker, Kaufman first year, right? Like it's less points. Well, then yes, it's got to be the worst offense. Not the players, not the players.
0: So I got a a second question to that. What's harder to watch? A Sheridan call offense or an Archie Miller call offense? You know my
1: thoughts on Archie Miller. (laughs) This is going to be tough for me to pick. Um, I'll give it to Archie because he at least he's like pretty much the sole – spokesperson on that team like he can decide oh no I don't like the way this offense is working you're fired you're gone whereas Nick Sheridan like that just it is what it is and he can't help the offensive line (laughs) so um yeah just because I I dislike Archie Miller so much I'll go with Archie
0: gotcha cool um last night is probably the most I have drank in because of a uh, sporting game and since the Brown Steelers game. So I got a question for you. So this since is multiple last choice. week,
1: wasn't that last No, week? no, no. That was that was, that was last <laughs> January. Michael. Oh, the playoff game.
0: Yeah, playoff game. Yeah. So I got a multiple choice here. Where did I sleep last night? Oh, did I sleep in my bed? No. Did I fall asleep on the couch, the yeah. guest bed or the nursery floor? Oh, man. You,
1: you don't have the balls to sleep on the nursery floor. Guest bed. Thinking it was your bed for some reason. Is
0: that was your answer. E-bathroom floor? <laughs> no, I, I did. I fell asleep on the couch. Oh. Um, drink in hand. Um, <laughs> w- wife woke, woke me up at three in the morning and uh, got a talking to.
1: Oh, I'm sure. Um,
0: but uh, but yeah, no, I thought I wanted to share that experience with you guys and everyone else um, because I, I took last night's loss pretty, pretty hard.
1: I have a, a question, yes, because I've got an interesting I've got a funny answer, I think. Um, post game. actually, you know what's funny? I didn't finish the game. I don't I, I did. yeah, I did. After the game, what did you watch?
0: Um do you once- remember? <laughs> I don't. I think I put like Dark Knight Rises was on like HBO, there so go. I think I put Dark Knight Rises on. I think I was on my phone a lot. I was doom scrolling Twitter pretty hard. No, I, I
1: can't. I can't um, do it. I can't watch college football after IU loses. I can't do it. Yeah, um, so I
0: wasn't. I was on my phone quite a bit, just getting angry. Like I, I was sad watching. I I was sad watching the game, and then. Listening to, oh, my God, I didn't want to bring it up. Oh, gosh, here we go. It's basketball season now, guys. Thank (sighs) God, like, thank God we got a real coach, like Mike uh, Woodson. He hasn't even coached a game, right? Like, I'm on on the hype board. I'm pumped for IU basketball. But do you know how many people were calling for Tom Allen's head yesterday? That's insane.
1: Those are just people that don't understand. Like, I don't know why. Here we go. I'm not going to do this. I wasn't was going to get up, into dude. the. I
0: wasn't going to bring it up. But I was like... going
1: to compare the our IU fan base to the country, but I'm not going to do that. Um, why can't we be a football and a basketball school? Why does it have to be a basketball yep. school or a football school? Purdue, you guys doing okay with a football and a basketball school? Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah. I bet it's nice, right? Like, do you think UConn's like, no, we're a women's basketball school just because the men's basketball team's not great right now. How about when they were both winning national championships? Do you think that they were both a, a men's and a women's basketball school? Yeah, I bet so. So why does it have to be a choice? Because this Saturday and the following Saturday are probably going to be, well, they will be, the least attended games by, I don't know, Brandon, what would you think, 15,000 people probably? Do you think we maybe get 40,000 people with those two games combined. No, not combined. <laughs> <laughs> even when they're bad, they get at least 40,000 people to go to the games. We'll see. Ugh. It's just sad. Like it doesn't have to be, we are an IU football podcast, but both Brandon and I love Indiana basketball. Is it hard to watch sometimes? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Archie Miller is tough to watch. Um, I know that hurts Brandon right, right in the heart, but it, you don't have to pick. It's all the same school. You can still represent both of the teams. And please don't go after Tom Allen. What is he doing? I mean, come on. Everybody's mad at him attacking because they won't his resume. It's because they pe- he, well, yeah, attack what? The best season in IU football history last year. That's what they want to attack. No, I mean, over-
0: they, 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 they were going like he hasn't ever beat anyone. Um, he he never can live up to expectations. The game's never – his teams are never prepared. Okay. I mean, the hot takes that were coming, and I'm not going to name some of the handles, but it is some of the most popular IU handles for the people pushing this out. That's like, if insane. you get, like, Joe Blow that has, like, 30 followers, like, who, who cares, okay? Yeah. He's a nobody. But there's people – I don't want to say in power, but have, you know, social media influence that are putting these things out. And it makes me want to strangle them. Yeah. Just it, Seth was working me up this morning too, because I, again, I, <laughs> that's it's shocking. I slept it off, you know, um, AKA I didn't, my, my three month old got up at five 31 thinking nice. it was his six 7 o'clock feeding. Um, so that was awesome. But no, I mean, it, it's just maddening how these people just jump ship and just spew negativity and mm-hmm.
1: and talk down to band members. Yep. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. So, um, OK. Oh, yeah. How did we get here? I watched Food Network. I switched oh, to the go. Food Network immediately after because I didn't want to watch. I was like, what can I watch that has zero sports on it? And I was like, Food Network. So, yeah, that's what I went to. Uh, is that it for your randos? I want to move it. on before I get in trouble. You were doing fine, but I hinted at something that I'm assuming you were talking about. Um, Seth, do you have anything in your sack? Yeah, I got a couple things here. All right. Um, looking ahead to the offseason already, um, not on the coaching front, but on the player front, uh, obviously there's going to be some movement in the transfer market. There always is. Uh, I Obviously, I think... Offensive line and wide receiver, probably two areas that we'd be looking at. Are there any other position groups that you'd want to see us target aggressively? I know you've joked about Spencer Ratliff and... (laughs) Or Rattler, Rattler.
0: sorry. Um, AJ Rattler's son? Or AJ Ratliff's son?
1: (laughs) Oh, come on, guys. Loose it. Okay, what other position groups? Yep. Running back? um, I know that we have... uh, I don't want to say, is it Jabrian? Jabrian? Yeah. yeah, Jabrian Payne coming in, hopefully. Um, everybody stays in that class. Um, so he will be a great addition, hopefully, right off the bat. But again, you don't want to play anybody if you don't have to, unless they're incredibly special as a true freshman right off right off the board. So if I'm looking for depth, somebody to fill, you have two scholarship running backs, Left at the end of the year, I think, um with Holloman and Howland. I think that's it. That is. So yeah, you've got to look at either a junior college running back. Stephen Houston was a junior college running back, or somebody that's explosive. Kenneth Walker
0: was a transfer guy. Transfer,
1: yeah. It was not good. Well, he was decent. He was just a well. They, they running flashed back the at, stat
0: and yeah. in, in the Michigan State Purdue game. He already has more yards with Michigan State than he had in his three years with Wake Forest.
1: Yeah. And again, we've exposed Michigan State the same way we exposed Iowa. Not IU, but us on the podcast so that Purdue can take these two teams down. Well, Seth Don't is turn taking the everything over.
0: we're saying and That's just true. going right to Brominator. Yeah. Just going right to the Brominator and saying, listen, this is what my boys are saying. Yeah. This is how we beat these teams.
1: The odd thing was they didn't, Necessarily slow Kenneth Walker down, but well, I'm sorry. He did he break 100 yards? First career fumble. Well, he broke 100 yards, right? Did he score against IU or break 100 yards against IU? No. So, you again for both teams, you stop the run or slow down the run, you win the turnover margin, you make them throw the football against you, and you that's it. That's it. And had IU had any sort of a competent offense. Not saying they would have thrown for how many yards did they throw for five thirty five. Aiden Insane. O'Connell, that was like five hundred some odd yards, and it's like it's not they're not that good. We've called them phonies from the very beginning of all of this stuff. Phonies. Just... <laughs>
0: so yeah, there you go. Congratulations to Purdue. I'll the uh, the other transfer market I want to look into is interior defensive line. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just need a body, like need a immovable. That's a good question. uh, That that needs to be addressed. And the linebackers looking kind of scary. I mean, could you imagine this team? Could you imagine this defense if it didn't have Cam Jones or Micah McFadden? Yeah. So I know you focused on the offensive side, which the offensive side is the issue this year. But I'm a little worried about what this defense is going to look like next year Cause there's not a lot of dudes behind the current dudes. So you've got um, James Miller and Aaron Casey back there
1: that play or either one of them up to that. Probably not, but maybe, and then you've got McCullough coming in as well. So don't forget about it. And then we do have Micah, uh, Michael McFadden jr. Uh Caden Turner. Don't forget about him. We've already, we've already dubbed him as the next Michael McFadden. Um, it's lofty. Safety is a huge loss. So, As far as safety seniors under scholarship, you lose Jonathan Haynes, Monster Matthews, Raheem Lane, Bryant Fitzgerald, Juwan Burgess, and McCrary Ball, which leaves you with Jordan Justevich, Jusevich, I'm sorry, Sanguinetti, Bryson Bonds, McCullough II, and Greer. That's it. And with two coming in, how many of those seniors can stay, I don't know. I think they can all stay outside of Haynes and Ball. That's it. So it, it'll be it'll be a weird one. It'll be like one more, I think, weird year where we have to kind of figure out who can come back, who's going to come back, kind of thing. Wide receiver, we should be okay. Um Matthews coming back, Marshall Hewitt, Swinton the four freshmen that are here and then cooper who looks granted it's high school cooper looks like a stud um
0: so he is clowning on indiana defenses yeah um and for big
1: time is. and like the best conference in the state so that's that's encouraging for sure um yeah i don't know if i'd like to see i guess anything else um corner maybe because you're young behind Mullen. And I'm assuming Taylor will probably come back for another year. Um, You're young behind Mullen and Pierre and Taylor. And then yeah, interior defensive line could always use some help. Just think about this. Let me name off some names that are that are juniors right now: Shamar Jones, uh, Gavin McCabe. Tell me when you whenever you've heard these people play. Antoine Whitner Jr., C.J. Person, he plays. Caleb Murphy. That's it. They they put the only there's only four scholarship players and then CJ Person they get a lot of run. Ryder Anderson, uh, Weston Kramer, uh, D Mac, and Co. That's it. So the the two other Damn. juniors under scholarship, Whitner and Murphy, haven't even seen the field at least that I've noticed. So, I don't, I don't know. It's tough. Do you say quarterback? Do you lose both Pennix and Tuttle? Pennix,
0: definitely. He's got to, um, He's, he's going to go, right? Tuttle, I imagine he'll stick around for spring ball, and then if he isn't given the starter, he's probably out. Yeah, I'm just looking at running back. Carr's
1: the only senior he's done. Uh, David Ellis, a junior, and then the two freshmen, Holloman and Holland. That's it. And then you've got pain coming in. So yeah, I don't know that's a good question. It's a good one. What's next? My next one is you both you both like to play the odds a little bit here. So let's say what are the odds of ending the season three and oh and the odds of ending the season oh and three.
0: Man, oh and three is more likely.
1: You think so? I do. Minnesota and Rutgers looked
0: really bad, Dude, like Rutgers against bad teams. Horrendous. Um, yeah, I mean, I I think the most realistic, uh, especially if you you follow anything Bill Connolly does. I know you have a mostly hate relationship with with those metrics, but it points to one and two. So that's why in this scenario, I'll yeah. go oh and three. If you're giving me likely,
1: yeah, if you're giving me no wins or all wins. I guess no, technically no wins would be the most likely, but I think this is the best stretch of the schedule to get three in a row. That's it. So what's else? That's it? All right, cool. Well, final statements, I think we pretty much broke that down with my random question about what we watched after the game. <laughs> Do you have anything
0: else you want to add for your final statement? I do. I do. So again, for all the people calling for Tom Allen's head and you know, this is Indiana football. Look at the season Michigan state had last year. I doubt their fans were acting the way we're acting like changes from year to year. While this drastic shouldn't be expected, but they're not uncommon. Right. I mean, especially
1: with the injuries, that's the biggest deal and that nobody's there's no reason
0: to. why we can't be a ranked team next year. There's no reason why we can't go back to being a bowl team next year. Calling just this, the, the overreaction to this season is maddening. Um, There's reasons to still watch. There's reasons to still go. And, you know, we'll be on here telling you all those reasons. Um So, yeah, I mean, you can literally probably pick two dozen that, you know, teams um, that either didn't live up to their hype this year or are, you know, bouncing back from a bad season that they had last year. Uh, That that happens. These are 18 to 21 year old kids. It's unpredictable. Um, So that's that's my final statement.
1: You know, you're talking about next about looking ahead just a little bit. I just sat here and looked at the schedule for next year and thinking about some of these players that are going to be moving on at these schools. So just take that with a, a grain of salt when I, when I go through these teams in the schedule to start the year. If fully healthy and team plays the full potential, we have some sort of a competent offense next year. Put all of those into, into the bucket when I ask you this question. They start off against Northwestern, Idaho, Western Kentucky at home, all three. They go to Cincinnati without Ritter, without Ford, without their two top corners and their defensive end. Okay, it's a totally different team. At Nebraska, Maryland at home, at Rutgers. Those are the first seven games next year. With a with a fully potentialed out team, and I guess it depends on the quarterback maybe, but an, an offense that's competent, I don't see how they're not how they don't get through the first six, game, seven games next year. Six and one, seven and oh, five and two. I mean, who are they losing to? That's a definite loss out of those first seven games. Yeah. It's, it's Cincinnati. Cincinnati is not going to be Cincinnati next year. I Luke think. Fickle
0: will not be the coach there.
1: I don't think sure. so. Is he gone See the USC, you think? no or is that Franklin be... maybe he'll be in Penn State that's what I said I said that earlier this year so I mean I guess call me whatever you want but three straight at home against Northwestern Idaho Western Kentucky that's three you know at Cincinnati totally depleted don't know at Nebraska that's always tough no matter who their quarterback All is the new, yeah. yeah but then Maryland at home and at Rutgers There's the opposite
0: schedule as this year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then you finish with at Ohio state, Penn state, Michigan, Michigan state, Purdue. So there's four tough games and then Purdue at the end. So, and that we'll see, you know, again, that's, that's for a whole different pod and we'll break all that down later in the year, but just looking ahead to next year, there's, there's a lot to look forward to. Michigan
0: state was two and six. Yeah. I know they just kind of had a disappointing loss. But I mean they were they had up the number two in the country and they were two and six last year and they didn't have a quarterback, right? Like how many quarterbacks did they trot out?
1: Yeah. Peyton Thorn was an afterthought to them.
0: And and for nine weeks of the year, they were national news and, and and a top ten team.
1: Yeah. I kept saying that they were that they were frauds. And they made it oh, all the way means. to Purdue before they were exposed. So again, I'm not crap it on Purdue's win. i'm just that's good for them good win good light show at the end way to rush the field and good job so either way let's wrap it up we'll be done we'll be done for today there's a lot of talking about a lot of nothing so um be sure to check out the pod on twitter it's at podcast leo if you want to do facebook whatever facebook.com backslash podcast leo not a whole lot going on there twitter's where you want to be And we'll talk to you guys in a couple days when we preview the game against the Scarlet Knights. Until then, Leo.
0: Is that it? L-E-O. Awesome day. L-E-O. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. L-E-O. All right. Great. L-E-O. Appreciate you guys. L-E-O. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. L-E-O. Have a great day. L-E-O. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. And L-E-O. Oh, thank you so much. L-E-O. Well, thanks so much. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio.